Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. Two podcasts in two days. You lucky, lucky duckies. Um... Basically, I'm using today's podcast as an excuse to not do the ironing. So uh, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. So I hope you're all good. There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about today. And in honesty, the first thing, I'm not really sure where it's going to go or what it's for. But this is so often how it works with me and the spirit world is just picking through it and trying to make sense of it. And you get to listen as I do that. So hi, thanks for joining. On Sunday, uh, my friend Amanda and I went to watch another medium work in London and I was really, really excited. I'm desperate to see some really good mediumship um, in action and I've been following this person on Instagram for quite some time and was really excited to see that they were coming to London. And it's just been such a funny lesson in expectations versus reality. 
And I know that social media isn't real. We all know that, yeah? I mean, I do try and put the odd no-filter picture on there, but also I'm vain. <laughs> I don't want you seeing all my wrinkles. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. We know that it's fake. We know that it's not a real. We know that everybody puts their best foot forward. But it was such an interesting thing for me because as soon as they said they were in London, I instantly went, ooh, London, swanky. Started thinking about champagne bars and, you know, Knightbridge and posh shops and, and you know, high level stuff. And it was actually in not the nicest of areas, which was the number one lesson. It took Amanda and I quite some time to find it, quite some time on the tube, um, but also um, it was so out of the way and virtually down an alley. So it wasn't the most salubrious of places, but it was really interesting inside. But um, that medium, God bless them, was having a bad day. Uh, there's no doubt that they were having a bad day. And it was doubly interesting because it was a bad day following my week where I'd had a bad day and then a good day. And obviously, if you've listened, you'll have heard the tale of two Dems. So uh, fascinating to watch. Now, um, this medium charges a lot of money for stuff. Um, I looked, I think they're one on one readings are $625 for a one-on-one. -on -one. So that's, that's serious pricing. Uh, that is confident pricing, let's put it that way. Uh, so, and the funny thing is with confident pricing is that that makes you think they're going to be better than you who doesn't like to charge that sort of money for things. Uh, so it was really interesting for me um, the, the entanglement of me thinking I was going to get something better because they charged more and my expectation going into that space was for real excitement and real, this is going to be amazing, real anticipation, real lovely buzzy energy in the space uh, before she started working because she's such a confident pricer. And uh, that was quite an interesting thing to experience when it all went a bit wrong. Now, one of the things that I always say to all my students is go and watch lots of different mediums because you'll get a real different idea of how you want to work and what you think works and what you think doesn't. And I stand by that. It's really important. I don't expect you to come and see me and like everything that I do because that's what works for me. Equally, there'll be things that I do that you like that other people don't like and there'll be things that they like that you don't like. And that's that's how it goes and that's how it should be. If you're working comfortably in your own individual mediumship, it's not going to please everybody. And you might have to deal with whatever that throws up. But what's interesting to me is when I work with the spirit world, I uh, will connect and I will let the audience tell me who I'm with. Now, sometimes it doesn't work the way that you want it to. And someone puts their hand up and you are just like, no, no, I'm not with you. 
I'm with somebody else and you have to stand strong in that. You can feel that it's not right. But what this medium does is she goes directly to members of the audience. So that was really fascinating to watch. Um, the thing is with mediumship, um, and it's all about personal opinion and I can only give you mine, is that um, when you first start connecting to that spirit, the energy is building. So if you think of you as a coloured disc, let's do you in red, okay? And then the spirit world as yellow. And what the mediumship connection does is it starts with the, the two circles of those discs just touching. And then they start to blend and blend and move together more and more and more. And that's not a permanent state. You can come in and out of it, in and out of it. And that's perfectly normal. So what you're trying to do is get into a state where nine, there's, it's almost one circle and 90% of it is orange, if that makes I hope this analogy is working through the microphone. And um, you have to build and build and build into that space. And just to add further confusion, as you will have heard me say before, you also need to find your sitter. So let's make them a blue disc. So you're trying to bring in that blue disc, bring in the spirit disc. I think I said they were yellow. Oh God, I've lost the plot in my analogy already. You're trying to build all of those things together so you get that space in the middle where all of the colours are melded and not you will never get it so that all the discs sit neatly on top of each other or it's very very rare that you do and that's when you I call it cooking on gas that's when you know you're in the zone it's just flying it's amazing and that is unfortunately rare because sitters the blue disc bring their own resistance they want to hear but they're scared to put their hand up they feel awkward they feel embarrassed all of that stuff we've discussed before so it's hard to bring them in fully equally you as the red disc you bring your own stuff see my previous episode on valves you bring your own lack of self-belief that internal monologue that's saying that person doesn't look like they like you that doesn't look like they understand you etc 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 and you're trying to uh, work through that as well. So you're trying to get this blend as much as possible. This melding of the colours is the best way I can describe it to you audibly. I hope it works. And it's hard. It's really, really hard to get that. And it starts off less blended. So it starts off with just the discs touching. And the problem with that is you will often see in my work and in other mediums work that the bits of initial information they come out with can sometimes not be 100%. I mean, if they're coming out with six things and you don't understand any of it, that's a real problem. Um, but if it's one little thing, like they've said father and it's actually grandfather, but your grandfather brought you up, that's the kind of thing that I mean, because they're just getting used to working with that spirit. And that spirit is working out which valves that medium has open to be able to do the blending, to be able to get the information in. So it's a big experiment. We're all trying our best, trying to work out the best way of doing it. And of course, as we know, every demonstration is dis different. Every audience brings a different energy. And we as the medium bring different stuff depending on the day and how we're feeling. So 
it's it's interesting. So if you go to somebody in the audience, from my point of view, and you say, I want to work with you, before the blending has started taking place fully, and you're just on that cusp of the colours merging, then quite often you can pick the wrong person because you're not fully in the zone. So it was a, for me, it doesn't work. Um, obviously it works for her because she's very well known, very well renowned. So it's just a really interesting thing to watch happening. And what happened when we went on Sunday was bless her heart, as I said, she was having a bad day. And uh, she came out onto the stage and said, sometimes I do an interval, but today I'm going to work straight through. And then did three very uh, difficult spirit links that were not in a flow, uh, where the information wasn't quite taken and it didn't feel quite right. Um, and I felt so sorry for her. And then she said, I am going to have an interval and sort of legged it off the stage. And we felt so bad for her because that is such a brave thing to do, to take that interval and take that moment when you need it, especially when you've backed yourself into a corner and said you won't have one. And more than that, it it was just, it needed resetting. It needed, um, yeah, setting into a new energy, into a new space. So it was interesting. She came back on and she did come to me which was um I, I you know and this again is a difficult thing because I don't go to mediumship demonstrations wanting a message because I don't feel that I need one now I, of course I like to know that I'm doing well and I like to know that spirit are proud of me and stuff like that but I don't need a message because I know the spirit world exists I, I know that they're there. I know my loved ones are with me. I know I'm not on my own. And I think for really good mediumship, for that real good blending, there has to be that need. There has to be that, I really want to hear from this person. I, and, and I need to hear from them. Also, I'm ready to hear from them. So she came to Amanda first and Amanda couldn't take it and then she came to me and she'd got somebody who'd got an aunt and a grandmother in the spirit world. Now my aunt is in the spirit world but she's not my biological aunt, she's my husband's aunt and I called her aunt and I refer to her as aunt but um, it was really interesting so she went with aunt, uh, she, went, she went to Amanda, Amanda couldn't take it, hadn't got an aunt in, aunt in spirit came to me next to her, um, said aunt, and I said yes, because that's what I would call her, then started talking about our memories from her growing up. And of course there aren't any. Uh, I didn't meet her until I was 21. So I had to say no to that and I really didn't want to because I really wanted her to get into her power and the energy to get moving for her and I just felt, I, I really wanted to say yes, but I also knew that I couldn't say yes if it was a no, because I didn't really feel that she was with me. And I wasn't testing her or coming at it from that, but I just wanted it to be moved to the right recipient, if that makes sense. And I knew it wasn't me. Um, so when I said no to her being around me growing up, 
she then interpreted that to mean that she was off and away from the family but of course she wasn't off and away from the family it's just that I hadn't met her in fact you would never have met somebody more closely connected with their family and around their family and it just sort of dragged through I mean she got cancer right which was brilliant but then she said it was very quick and it wasn't my aunt had a really long treatment and really really tried to stay um it just was very very awkward and bless her she really really tried and I felt for her I felt so badly for her because it's so hard to stand in front of an audience and it go wrong but it was a massive lesson for me because I had been so upset with how Chillum went on Tuesday so um disheartened just because it didn't feel good enough to me and I'd done 10 links and they'd all been taken and I've got my list of evidence that Amanda writes down for me and I, it was good evidence and it was right evidence. It just didn't feel as joyful as I wanted it to feel. It didn't feel as high vibrational as I wanted it to feel. It felt serious and still. And so all of these experiences in the last week have melded together to really make me think about what I want from my mediumship nights. And again, it's the... I won't say request, it's the inspiration maybe from the spirit world to create something that is solely mine. That I can't look at other mediumship demonstrations and say, oh, I want to do that that way because I need to start with how I want it to feel and how I want it to look and the experience that I want people to have. And then what will follow that is how the mechanics of it so it's an interesting thing with spirit sometimes you have to work almost back to front so rather than looking at what you think is available you have to look at what you want and then work backwards into making it the evening that you want and so uh, one of the things for me has been to change from calling my nights a mediumship demonstration to an evening with Hannah McIntyre which triggers all sorts of feelings for me because it just sounds really up my own bum if I'm completely honest but it will give people an opportunity to see me and get to know me and decide whether they want a medium that's funny and a bit silly and messes around or whether they want a medium that is very serious and I'm still compassionate, don't get me wrong, but for me, mediumship is joyful. And yes, I'm communicating with people that are in the spirit world that we would call dead, but isn't it amazing? They're still here, they're still with us. And I know I've talked about this on podcasts recently, but this is all now playing into the, well, how do I let people know that that's what they're going to get? They're not going to get a very serious, very um, low, you know, low mood, hushed voiced kind of demonstration. They're going to get fun. They're going to get laughter um, and that kind of thing. And one of the things that I'm bringing in more and more on my evenings with me is um, card readings because I love the energy of card readings because they're all about somebody's potential. 
they're all about what's available in to them if they would open up to receive it. So again, that means that I need to put that in there. So there will be loved one in spirit evidential communications, but there will also be communicating with spirit guides and opening up to potentials and possibilities and joy and excitement because that's a great energy to sit in. And the reason I wanted to sort of talk this through is partly for myself, if I'm completely honest, but also for you guys who are listening, that it's so important to know the medium that you want to be or know the medium that you want to see. And you will have heard me say so many times, you cannot go to a mediumship demonstration if you want a message, but you have to be willing to take a message if a message if, if someone steps forward for you. But you can't go with the, if my granddad really loves me, he'll come through because there's too many of you. It doesn't work like that. Um, and the spirit world know the best spirits to get through my valves. They know the best ones that will work with the valves that I have open, as well as the best sitters who will be able to bring their color in the most. If you're not gonna bring your color in, they're not going to waste my energy on it. So it's just so interesting. There's always so much to think about. And for me, one of the things that I've done is I've bought a PA system because although I feel like a right plonker. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. With a microphone on my head. Um, I realised how important it is for everybody to be able to hear clearly um, and I want some glitter and I want some staging and I want it to feel more like a party and a celebration and so that's I've ordered some stuff to do that kind of thing and I've been very brave guys very very brave and I've contacted some theatres but I have so let's see what happens but the point really is that there's so much to learn. And I know that that medium that I saw is brilliant. And I know that that is just an off night. And as I've said before, don't judge me on my off nights. Please don't. You know, she could have been coming down with COVID. She could have been really, really tired. She could have had some bad news. It could have just not been working the way that it sometimes doesn't. And nobody really bloody knows why it's a pain. And I would pay to go and see her again because it was still a great night. But it's absolutely fascinating how there was me 
pulling myself apart because I didn't think I'd be good, I'd been good enough. And actually realising that I need to start being grateful for what I have achieved and really start working on my mindset. I know it's a problem. Do as I say, not as I do, always, listener. But it is that, um, yeah, I don't feel like that was good enough is also damaging my mediumship and damaging my confidence in my abilities. And I've got to find a way to break through that barrier and be proud of what I've achieved. I mean, on my bad night, I had, uh, actually it's quite interesting. Let me share this with you. This is why spirit are reminding me of it. So I had a young man come through who took his own life. It's not the first time that he's come through with me, but he came through in a, I didn't recognize him because he came through in such a different energy. And the reason why he came through in such a different energy, because he's normally very cheeky and a bit of a rogue and we have a good back and forth. And this time he was showing me a more vulnerable side and a sweeter side to him. And that's because his mum was there for the first time seeing a medium. And one of the pieces of evidence that he gave me was a, she'd been watching a video of him playing with water in their back garden when he's a toddler. And she'd been watching it, wondering what went wrong and what she could have done differently. And he wanted her to know that there was nothing that she could have done differently. It is what it is. And it was an impulse within him. But he was so glad that she was able to watch the video now because it caused her too much heartache to watch it. And when she came up and spoke to me at the end, she had only watched that video the week before. She'd only felt able to watch it for the first time the week before. How amazing is that, that he was able to come through and give her that piece of evidence that to me didn't feel like that much. It didn't feel that impressive until she came up and spoke to me afterwards and explained how impressive it was and how much it meant to her that he was with her when she watched that. So try to keep the joy in your mediumship if you're developing. Try and not pull it all apart and ruin it for yourself. And if you have a bad night, please know that that happens to all of us, the best of us, but I'm sure it's not as bad as you think it is. And I'm sure that medium that I saw on Sunday thought that it was really, really bad. And it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. And I learned so much. So again, it's allowing, surrendering, getting out the way. And if you go to see a medium and it's not what you're expecting, have a look. Is it that everything is just very generic and doesn't really resonate with any truth for you? Or is it that you had expectations of something specific that you were going to hear or get or a specific person that was going to come through and you're the problem? <laughs> no offence. Um, working through that is always really important. So that's that bit that I wanted to talk about. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope I've not repeated myself too much. I feel like so much of my life is talking now. I can never remember what I've blooming well said. Um, but I also wanted to answer a listener question. So Kim has messaged me. Hello, Kim. And this is what Kim said. I've been loving your podcast and found it really thought provoking. 
The particular thing I've been thinking about lately is your recommendation to send love and healing to everyone, regardless of what they have done. I'm on board with this and totally understand that holding on to negative emotions or sending out malice and hatred is not a good way to live. However, my question is, how do we give out love and light to those who have wronged us without compromising our own worth? Aren't we at risk of jeopardising our own boundaries if we are always all loving and all understanding? I'm relating this to a problem I have. My partner's, my mum's partner of 26 years didn't treat my mum or me very well and could be very controlling and cruel. My mum was a master of brushing things under the carpet and wallpapering over the cracks. My mum died of cancer this February and while my mum was very unwell and around the time of her death, her partner behaved abominably. It was like when she wasn't able to moderate his bad behaviour, suddenly the full horror was unleashed. I've now cut all ties with him and feel really aggrieved about how he treated both my mum and me. If I send out love and healing to him, aren't I making myself into a spiritual doormat? And if I choose to consider a different story about why he behaved the way he did, aren't I condoning his behaviour? How do I honour myself and ensure that he's not in a position to let me down, hurt or control me if I offer him forgiveness and compassion? I really don't want him in my life but I know that holding on to this deep resentment will prevent me moving forward. Okay, right, first of all, I'm so sorry for your loss and I'm so sorry for your experience that you've had. Now, it's very funny, isn't it? Lots of people tag me in the t-shirts and the signs that you get say, I mostly love and light, but a little bit go fuck yourself. And that is because that is me. Now, I want to be clear on what I mean here by boundaries and barriers and sending out love and light. There are people that have done shitty things to me and I don't send them love and light. I send them nothing. I try not to think about them. If my brain pops them into my head and I find that I am thinking about them, then of course I do try and go, okay, everyone's on a journey and they didn't mean it and I know they didn't and I'm not going to go into a big spiral of hatred but I am going to think about something else. So this is what I mean about sending love and light. I'm assuming that this is about my comment about um, Ukraine and Russia and all of that. Now, my point really is you will see from my social media, I have not made a comment on Ukraine or Russia. Partly because um, I really found it very distasteful, uh, and I still find all of these things very distasteful, when people share negativity for dopamine hits of likes and shares and interaction on their Facebook page. So you will see that I've said nothing. And um, that to me is the key. Now, there are spiritual people that I follow that are, are saying things like, hopefully uh, spirit will intervene and Putin will die. And that to me is the problem. So if you can't hold a space of love and compassion, then don't hold any space. Cut it off. Remove yourself. That's what I do. So I don't have a Ukraine flag on my Facebook page. And I understand people that do. 
and I understand that they want to do so solidarity and I understand that we feel like we can't do anything so we want to do something. That said, law of attraction, if you're talking about it, you're creating more of it. So what are you talking about here? Are you talking about the horrors and the war and the sadness? Energetically, what's happening there? So for me, the best thing is to step away. And I think that you have done the perfect thing here. You know you don't want him in your life. So let him go. And negativity, anger, resentment is bad for you. Absolutely. It's bad for you if you are thinking about it all the time. I can't believe he did this to me. I hate him so much. I can't believe the way he treated my mum. That's the danger, Kim. So that you need to kind of try and stop. And the best way I can suggest to do that is to be compassionate to yourself. So when you catch yourself in a doom spiral and you're worried about it, change the subject. Put on your favourite song, sing, go for a walk, um, make yourself laugh, message a friend and ask her out for a drink. Really for me, what I do is a change of scene, a complete change of scene. So I will just remove myself and go somewhere else. And that kind of helps because I'll suddenly think, right, I'm going to go for a walk or I'll go to the beach or I'll go for a drink, etc. But that doesn't mean that you need to send him love and light and healing. Um, it would be great if you could. But equally, I think it's so damaging when we tell ourselves we should do something that we know we're not capable of. Um, so if you accept that you're not in a space where you can do that and you accept that the hurt is too big and too painful and too raw, then just every time you think about him, push it away, change the subject. And then you're not sending anything negative and you're not feeding those thoughts in your mind that are negative. Um, and then you're able to move forward. And at some point in the future, whether you believe me or not, one day you will be able to see what a sad and unhappy person he is and how people who are happy and whole do not behave that way. And you'll think, God, that's sad. What a sad life for him. I'm so sad for him that he went through that. And I'm so sad for my mum that she let him. But you'll still have no desire to have him in your life. That would be my take on it. Um, and that's okay. And this is really important to understand. Love, sending someone love and light from your spirit, from, you know, you understand on some level that everybody plays a path in this rich tapestry of life and learning. And you understand that they... They've got their own experiences and their own learning and their own growing and they're part of your experiences and your learning and your growing. But also releasing them is fine. I have very, very good boundaries. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It just means that I value my own energy and my own uh, love. I love myself enough not to put myself in that situation. And it's a fascinating thing. I've had a real thing coming up. It's not the same, but I hope it makes sense to you that it is kind of the same. Recently, with people really not respecting my very clear and definitive boundaries that I don't wish you to read me the news. I don't wish you to feel like because you know I don't watch the news that I need to be educated by it because I don't. And if you try and if you're too negative around me and you talk about the news, I will just leave. 
um, and I will just remove myself. And that's not being horrible um, and it's not being judgmental. It's just I respect my boundaries so strongly and I don't believe that it's real and that's going to wind people up but I don't I don't believe that everything we see is real it's it's hyped up it's fear-mongering it's negative energy so your mum's ex-partner negative energy the news and all of that media and stuff that's going on is negative energy and so you will find that there'll be times where people or yourself will try and lessen those boundaries and maybe I should maybe I should you know, sometimes my brain says, maybe I should know what's going on in the world. And then I'll try and I think, absolutely not. This is just awful. I, d I don't need to know this. This is not my experience. My experience is over here in a different frequency of energy. And you know what? Misery and unhappiness likes company. That's why people keep bloody reading stuff to me, because they want me to go down to their level. And I won't. I won't do it to my energy. And nor should you, Kim. So you keep rising, you be strong in that, you decide that you want to feel better and send love and healing to your mum, knowing that she is fine now, she's in spirit, she's all good, but that was part of her learning and her decisions not to put in the boundaries and to brush things under the carpet, but it doesn't need to be yours. So feel okay with that and it's love and light and boundaries all the way. So I'm, I can understand, for example, that Putin maybe is serving a purpose for the spirit world. I don't know that for sure. Um, he might just be a very, very horrible man. Either way, it's not a great energy to be in, so I want no part of it. I'm not wishing harm on anybody, but I want no part of it. And it's the same for you with your mum's ex-partner, just no part of that. And every time you catch yourself dredging over it, no part of it, thank you very much, and remove yourself. I hope that makes sense, I hope it helps. Message me again if it doesn't, or if it brings up more questions or queries. Um, it's hard, it is hard, but I think for all of us, it needs to be, I'm a little bit light, a little bit love, and a little bit go fuck yourself. And keep that as your mantra, guys, because it's so important to have boundaries, and the most important thing I think that's happening on the planet at the moment is um, the moving into self-love. And you can see it in everything, everything. If we want the planet to change, the answer is self-love. And if you don't get it, that's fine. You don't have to get it. But I assure you, it is. And that is about boundaries and barriers and finding what makes you happy. We've got an influx of people that want to tell me not to be happy because they're unhappy. All that judgment online about how other people live their lives and everything like that, that comes from unhappiness. Happy people do not give a shit if you're a man in a dress. Happy people do not give a shit if you have covered yourself in flamingo tattoos. They don't care. They're too busy living their own life. As long as you're not doing causing any harm to anybody else, live your life. Viva la revolution. Be who you want to be. But understand this. If you are looking at somebody else's life and judging it and it has no impact on you because it's not for you, then there is something in you you need to resolve. 
there is something in you that is unhappy. And that is what we need to change. If everybody just finds their own ability to self-prioritise, self-love, look after the self, care for the self, if everybody manages to do that, then guess what happens? We all resonate at that frequency and the vibration of the planet changes. Humanity rises. If you want humanity as a whole to start being more caring, to start making better choices, to stop being so selfish, to stop wasting plastic, money, you know, all of these things that we are buying into as problems, if you want those problems to change, it starts with you. It starts with you making yourself happy and complete. And then that ripples out of you and then it hits the people around you and you have to hold that space. And sometimes people won't like it, they won't understand it, they will find it confusing and you just have to hold it and you have to maintain those boundaries and understand that your happiness is the priority. And slowly but surely, that is what will change things. But you can't come at this from a place of finger pointing and restriction. It needs to come from a place of abundance, love for self and the rest will follow. I hope that makes sense. And I hope I answered your question, Kim. And I hope I've not triggered everybody. Eek, there's my human coming in. Eek, eek, eek. I'd be prepared for some uh, strongly worded emails from you all. So yeah, do strongly word, email me um, if you need to. Let's let's talk. Um, podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk and I will catch up with you all again soon. Have a lovely day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. 
As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.